Hello everyone and welcome to the 12th episode of the Litigation Solutions Podcast brought to you by Team Legacies. Through this weekly series, we endeavor to provide you with updates on the important judgments and orders passed by the Supreme Court and other high courts in the previous week with the support of our in-house contract solutions of Karar and Rosnama. Let us now look at some of the key updates from the week that has gone by. The Supreme Court in an order dated 25th September 2021 has stated that fresh 30 days notice not needed if failure to conduct sale as per first notice was due to borrower's actions. The Supreme Court has stated that of the sale of a mortgage property as per the SARFEASI rules was interrupted during the 30 days notice period due to the actions of the borrower. A fresh notice of 30 days is not necessary for the sale process to resume after the interruptions are over. The bench dismissed a special leave petition filed by the borrower. Factual background on the present case, the appellants were guarantors for a loan taken by borrower from respondent bank. Upon failure of the borrower to repay, the respondent bank issued a sale notice in respect of mortgage properties. The first sale notice was stayed by the order of DRT Chennai and subsequently the respondent bank issued another deal notice and sold the mortgage property to the auction purchaser. The guarantors contended that the sale notice issued was not in compliance with rule 8 and rule 9 of the SARFAESI rules and thus the sale was void and liable to be set aside as the second sale notice gave only 10 days as opposed to 30 days. Madras High Court dismissed the challenge. Conclusively, the bench concluded that the SARFEASI Act was enacted with the purpose for securitization and empowering banks and financial institutions to take possession of the securities and to sell them without the intervention of the court. If we took at the facts in the present case, it would show that every attempt has been made to frustrate the purpose of the SARFEASI Act. The respondent bank was required to indulge in three rounds of litigation out of which the two have reached up to this court. The bench dismissed the SLB with costs and observed that in matters like these the purpose with which the SARFEASI Act has been enacted has to be taken into consideration. The Supreme Court in an order dated 30th September 2021 has stated that financial creditor has to prove that application filed under section 7 IBC is not barred by limitation but materials produced by corporate debtor can be examined the apex has observed that the adjudicating authority can examine the material placed on record by the corporate debtor to determine whether an application filed by financial debtor is not beyond the period of limitation The court has stated that the burden of prima facie proving occurrence of the default and that the application filed under section 7 of the insolvency and bankruptcy code is within the period of limitation is entirely on the financial creditor. The decision to admit an application under section 7 is typically made on the basis of material furnished by the financial creditor. The adjudicating authority is not barred from examining the material that is placed on record by the corporate debtor to determine that such application is beyond the period of limitation. In the present case, the financial creditor filed an application under Section Seven of the Code seeking initiation of corporate insolvency resolution process. The adjudicating authority admitted the application while rejecting the corporate debtor's contention that the application under section 7 of the code was not maintainable as it was filed by a power of attorney holder and that it was barred by limitation. 
the court said that in the present case if the documents constituting acknowledgement of the debt and had not been brought upon record by the corporate debtor the application would have been fit for dismissal on the ground of lack of any plea by the financial creditor before the adjudicating authority with respect to extension of the limitation period and application of section 18 of the limitation act conclusively application filed after the prescribed period of limitation shall be dismissed in spite of limitation not being set up as a defense the supreme court in an order dated 26 september 2021 has stated that under section 138 ni act if signature on check is admitted resumption under section 139 will be raised The apex has observed that if the signature on the check is admitted then presumption under section 139 of the negotiable instruments act that the check was issued in discharge of a legally enforceable debt will be raised it is incumbent upon the accused to rebut the same the bench was considering the present case Triambak S Hegde versus Shripal which was an appeal against the judgment of the Karnataka High Court setting aside the conviction order by the magistrate for the offence under section 138 of the negotiable instruments act the bench referred to the precedent in Basalingappa versus Mubi Basappa 2019 where the principles of section 118a and 139 of the NI act were summarized as follows Once the execution of the check is admitted section 139 of the act mandates a presumption that the check was for the discharge of any debt or other liability the presumption under section 139 is a rebuttable presumption and the onus is on the accused to raise the probate defense the standard of proof for rebutting the presumption is that of preponderance of probabilities to rebut the presumption it is open for the accused to rely on evidence led by him or the accused can rely on the material submitted by the complainant in order to raise a probable defense inference of preponderance of probabilities can be drawn not only from the materials brought on record by the parties but also by reference inference of preponderance of probabilities can be drawn not only from the materials brought on record by the parties but also by reference to the circumstances upon which they rely that is not necessary for the accused to come in the witness box in support of his defense section 139 imposed an evidentiary burden and not a persuasive burden it is not necessary for the accused to come in the witness box to support his defense conclusively applying the principle to the facts of the case the court set aside the high court's acquittal and restored the conviction The High Court of Delhi in an order dated 27 September 2021 has stated that seat of arbitration is decided as per arbitration agreement rules to be applied only after the commencement of arbitration The High Court of Delhi has observed that the seat of arbitration is to be decided according to the arbitration agreement between the parties and that the rules of arbitration agreement between the parties and that the rules of arbitration of the International Centre for Alternative Dispute Resolution shall come into play only after the arbitration commences before appropriate jurisdiction. In other words, the seat of arbitration in cases where parties expressly choose the rules of an arbitral institution into their arbitration clause and fail to specifically agree on a seat of arbitration cannot be considered to have knowingly chosen the seat selection clause of the said institutional rules. The court was dealing with a petition concerning agreement between a construction company and the respondent namely construction and design services. The respondent has invited proposal for undertaking design, engineering, procurement and construction of a dedicated four lane corridor for old and differently abled persons during Kumbh and Magh Mela in Allahabad across Ganga River. 
After the petition, company emerged as a successful bidder with the lowest bid. A letter of award was issued in favor of the petitioner, and a formal contract dated February 8, 2017, was executed between the parties. It was the case of the petitioner that the respondent did not compensate it for the cost incurred towards fulfilling its parts of the obligations. The respondent had intimated that the project as well as the contract ought to be considered as terminated while referring to a letter issued by Prayagraj Mela Board. The question before the court was whether the seat of arbitration shall be New Delhi in the light that the arbitration has to be conducted in accordance with the rules of arbitration of the International Centre for Alternative Dispute Resolution, New Delhi. or whether the same has to be lucknow in the light of agreement that the venue of such arbitration shall be lucknow conclusively the bench after deriving to a plethora of judgments distinguishing between seat and venue the court was finally of the opinion that the seat of arbitration in the case shall be lucknow and the icadr rules will be applicable with respect to the procedure to be followed only after the constitution of arbitral tribunal this brings us to the end of today's podcast Thank you so much for listening in with us. If you liked the episode, please do subscribe and tune in every Tuesday for more such updates. You may also write in to us with your comments and suggestions to the email ID karan.s@legacies.in. We hope you have a lovely week ahead.